Welcome to Peace Teachings Podcast, where we explore, cultivate, and celebrate our spiritual nature together. I'm Jennifer Norton. And I'm Paola Castro, and it is our joy to bring to you this wisdom teachings. Have you ever wanted a quick entryway into a deep state of being? where healing, insight, clarity, and deep release are accessible almost instantaneously. (laughs) A Nebraska native, now based in San Diego, our guest today, Nicole Rager, has spent the last decade teaching breathwork to people all over the world. She combines her down-to-earth, lighthearted nature with a passion for healing, love, and wholeness to bring you an experience unlike any other. She'll introduce you to, or remind you of, the incredible transformative power that lies within your own body, a tool you'll be able to come back to time and time again. Mm. Nicole, or as I would call her, mi amiguita. Mm. (laughs) I would say to everyone, I say she's a human angel, a beautiful human angel. Her compassion, kindness, and intelligence are palpable qualities. One can sense where we are in her presence. I met her back in 2017 when we were working at a retreat center, and it was love at first sight. (laughs) She's not only an incredibly powerful woman, but an extraordinary breathwork facilitator. She is a healer that uses breath as medicine. And when doing a breathwork session led by Nicole, you know you're in for a treat. In her presence, all of you is welcomed and accepted. So thank you, Amiga, for being this incredible angel that uh, has given so much to me. And thank you for saying yes to being in our podcast today. Of course. Thank you for inviting me, both of you. Uh, I I just feel so much love. Like you you sharing, both of you sound so lovely <laughs> as you introduced. And um, the quality of openness and softness in my heart and the compassion you talk of, I feel you're reflecting back to me so beautifully and it just feels so good. I'm just so happy to be with you. Thank you. Yes, yes. And we're happy that you're here. Quite. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can tell. That's mm-hmm. so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so let's begin um, asking you, and I just said, and I want to repeat it. When I'm in your presence and when people are in mm-hmm. your presence, there is this feeling tone of like, I am fully welcome here. You have this mm-hmm. capacity to welcome whatever is arising, which I find an incredible quality, especially for a healer, because many of us, and I'm stuck for myself, um, sometimes I'm very quick into jumping into, you know, how can I fix this? How can I make this better? How can I release this? And I feel that in your breath work and when I'm in your presence, there's, there's that space when you're welcoming whatever is arising. And especially I'm talking about our emotions. So can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, how you came to, to, to this consciousness that you carry? Thank you. I'm so happy that you feel that way with me too. That's the greatest honor and gift. I feel like I can give someone is to be able to hold that space of unconditional welcoming. And 
<clears throat> as you were talking, I think that there's a way that I get to do that for other people. And I want to with such, um, honesty and depth because I need that also. And I think it throughout my life, I've had a, um, a, a pattern or a way of being quite perfectionistic, you know, and like saying, I want to fix this. I want it to be better. I want it to be the best. And, um, there are lots of parts of me that get sad and frustrated when I can't just be enough or I haven't just felt enough, you know? And so then in my own healing journey with breath work and with, um, other people with God, when I feel like, Oh, okay, I'm enough. Like, it's okay. It's all, all this working at whatever is, is actually okay just to be right where you are. That gives me the most profound sense of relief. And so then it's very easy for me for some reason to do that with other people because of that. I think it's like my greatest need one of Mm -hmm. to know that I'm enough. Mm -hmm. So then does that, is that clear? Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Beautiful. We all need it (laughs) to know that wherever we are is okay. And I mean, maybe, maybe it's Western culture, maybe it's worldly. I don't know, but that there, that there's something to fix or even like be positive about it. Just pray, even just pray about it. And, and, and I don't know, it's just temporary. Let it go. That kind of quickness to avoid the darkness Yes, is, can be pretty pervasive, you know, and then we avoid the whole other side of like, wow, what is the depth of the sadness that I'm feeling, the shame, the, um, the pain, the anger, all of that, a lot of times gets shoved down because it's too difficult for ourselves and for others to be around. So I like to get it, feel it so it can come to the light, you know? Yes. Uh, I know that there's a a deep conversation emerging right now around the suggestion in contemporary culture around easiness Mm -hmm. versus ease or flow. Uh, Mm. And not that the two are opposites. I I don't mean to be dualistic. Uh, Just uh, I I feel you're truly an expert on what allowance is, what self uh, forgiveness is in that in that moment of self-acceptance of allowance would you speak into that and and you you touched on avoiding our shadow mm-hmm. side or our darker sides mm-hmm. and um you know a, a perhaps a habit towards per- perfectionism fixing this and i think yeah. that that from what i've observed is species wide just that yeah. sense of unworthiness and and our way through it yeah, you know, is, is through it. It's got to be through it. Can you? Is any of that stimulating you to speak into Nicole? I'm. I've not asked you a direct question yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, so many. <laughs> Go ahead. Were you going to say more? I'm. I'm launching concepts at you without a, mm-hmm. an exact question, um, because I know how intuitive you are. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. going to stop talking. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. Thank you for your trust and. Um, see me as an expert in that I feel there is a part of me that is expert in that. And, um, 
and, and I'll just be very honest with you. I used to feel like if someone said like, oh, that's just spirit talking through me or spirit moving through me. I thought that was very cheesy, you know, and just like, what, what does that mean? You know? And I mean, you guys are so versed in that the divine qualities, we are the divine. It is the divine emerging through us. So if I'm an expert in it, it's because when I'm in relationship with someone, or if, um, especially in breath work, that's like my, I was created to be in that space and for the divine to flow through me as a, um, as a loving presence and loving exactly what is. So I think, okay, there's a couple of things that, that I are my anchors in that, which would be if it's happening, it's good. You know, it, it is divinely allowed essentially. And so especially as a human, we have these emotions built in for a reason. They all have a purpose and they all have benefit, even if it's just growing the depth of our experience as humans. So I, I guess that's one of my big anchors is like, okay, if you're feeling sad, there's a reason for it. What happens if we just soften around it mm. instead of resisting it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm because we know what we resist persists Mm -hmm. and yet there's so much unconscious resistance of uh the darkness Mm -hmm. the heaviness the pain y'all have spoken about that too you know it either pain pushes or something pulls Mm -hmm. and a lot of times it feels more fun for the light to pull us Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. oh that's so well said and you know it's reminding me of the qualities of the divine feminine you know versus Mm -hmm. the divine masculine divine masculine is uh is represented by the sun light yeah knowledge at divine feminine yes represented by the darkness by the moon um you know uh, being being able to be okay navigating in the darkness without judging it so um yeah you're speaking into that and we've been um we came into a world where the divine masculine is dominating and you know religion is based upon that you know seek for light seek for clarity seek to know God forbids you're in uncertainty. God forbids you don't have light mm-hmm. during darkness because you be lost. That you know, mm-hmm. and you know, if we think take it back into our evolution, yes, if you couldn't see your surroundings, you could be killed. So yeah. we've been programmed to 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 repel that to say I don't want to go there. And and going back to what I said at the beginning, what I love about you know, working with you or being in, in your presence is like there is this moment of like it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We're gonna cry. We're gonna we're gonna release. <laughs> I'm just talking yeah. about myself because this is my favorite part about doing breathwork with you. It's like this big release, and and mm-hmm. and you're holding the person, saying it's okay. Like it, it's a good thing that right now you're feeling all of this. Yes. So thank you for yes that. Yeah. Thank you. And let's see. There, there. Oh, what was the last little bit that was just coming? Um, that the you've said this too, you know, that whenever there's 
a darkness or a chaos, there's an order seeking to emerge, you know, and it's like the body knows how to find that. So when we just saw, like I was saying, soften into and relax into and allow, maybe meet ourselves with the love and light, then, then the body does what it knows how to heal. It knows how to um, feel and to release and to transform emotional energy and, you know, all sorts of energy. Um, and I feel like with the, the feminine energy there too, of just being pure presence, sometimes that is the catalyst, often the catalyst for the transformation that needs to happen instead of the, like the driving and the sun. Mm -hmm. And even the seeds, that's another analogy I've been really loving about the feminine is like when we put a seed in the soil, it's in the dark mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and yet things are happening. Mm -hmm. It has to be in the dark to allow the things to emerge from the unknown. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I see the emotion, like going into the deep, dark emotions too. It's like we're going into the void so that something new can emerge. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Thanks for speaking to the, to the masculine energy, because a lot of it is like, it's good to recognize the, you know, the culture we're in. And so that when it's, it's difficult to slow down or difficult to drop into the feelings or whatever, that it's not like something wrong with us. You know, it's like, there's a lot of us. We're kind of trained out of it yes. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Such compassionate understanding. I love how you <laughs> describe things. I, I feel like you're discussing sacred listening inevitably. And, mm, and so I'm mm -hmm. going to reflect that at you, that it's, this is another one of your talents is showing mm. up and, one of your gifts and showing up and and as uh and and sacredly listening and being there for whatever wants to arise even if it is in the darkness uh can we go a little bit deeper now then to speak about breath work and mm -hmm. this word <clears throat> is coming up in our conversation release and i know that that we again as a species we carry at least in our culture a bit of baggage around crying mm -hmm. around <clears throat> judging tears uh, as as negative, um, especially in the in in the masculine perspective, you know, little boys are taught it's not okay to cry. Still, yeah, that kind still. of teaching is going mm -hmm. on in our species. Mm -hmm. um, can you speak into release with breath work? Mm. Uh, anything that you'd like to share around that, and how that can relate to self acceptance, self forgiveness, and making peace with with the tears and and the things that want releasing yeah. as we get into some breath work. Yeah. Um, sometimes for me and my logical, heavily trained mind, let's say, um, that's why a lot of this, okay, if I remember that I'm a human, if I remember that these emotions, I was born with them and that, that, that it's natural, then it helps me give a little space to like, okay, how can I just let it, let it do what it does because there's something here, but <clears throat> What happens is we, as we go through life and we experience whatever we experience, we have a stimulus and then we receive and then the body responds in a certain way. The breath is directly, intimately, intricately related with every single part of that. So say you experience something. I have a great example. I was just before this podcast, I was writing with my friend and um, 
in a car. She's got a brand new baby, one month old, and it's one of the first times out of the house. So baby's in the back seat, starting to cry a little bit, and she's driving, and I can see her whole body is still. She's not breathing at all because that stimulus of the baby crying and her not being able to fix it is terrifying to her. So to just like take in the feeling of her baby and herself is overwhelming. So what happens is the breath stops or it gets very, very shallow because if the breath is open and flowing, the organism, the body, our, <clears throat> excuse me, our body, mind, spirit, all of it will fully take in what we're experiencing. And sometimes that's too much. Or like you spoke to Jen, you have a response you want to cry naturally. And then the stimulus outside of you, your parents, your authority figures say, no, 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 no. It's okay. Here, uh, um, look at this or here, play with this or eat this food. Or why are you crying? It's not that big of a deal, you know? So then you have a natural response. Your breath is open, let's say, and then, um, you get mixed signals from the environment and we contract which is so great. Like that's also a built-in mechanism, very natural so that we can survive when life comes at us with very big things, accidents, physical trauma, abuse, emotional abuse, just, just all the crazy that is possible here. So the breath helps us to survive. And sometimes we get stuck in that pattern. Often we get stuck in that pattern because we either don't have the environment or the opportunity to um, then take a deep breath and allow the whatever the actual response would have been, which is like terror or shame or grief or whatever, we don't have the opportunity to let it complete itself, okay? So a lot of us are running around with stuff stuck in our bodies, incomplete responses, our cells have memory to that. And so we get these kind of energetic blockages that weigh us down, make it hard to connect with ourselves, to feel like expressing emotion is safe mm -hmm. with other people, with ourselves, and just to be who we are, you know? So to your question now about, okay, what is release with breath work? Well, the amazing thing is, and, and Paula, yes, I am brilliant. And also your breath is brilliant that if you just allow or have the opportunity and the presence and the willingness, whatever, to take a deep breath, immediately things begin to shift. Mm -hmm. So if you take a few breaths, and like in, say, a breathwork session, the body gets to like, oh, God, okay, finally, I can release all this stuff that I have been holding for so long because I didn't know how to let it go or I wasn't supported or whatever, you know, or it wasn't safe. I have a question that I've never asked you, I realize. Ooh, yes, great. <laughs> so... I'm all about breathing. I'm all about, you know, <laughs> when I, I'm all about the same guy that I'm going to be like, um, you know, taking conscious breaths, you know, if I yeah. start a class, if I start with my clients, a session, like I would be like, okay, let's take a moment, take a deep breath. When I wake up in the morning, let's take a deep breath with myself. You know, like I, I'm aware, this is so interesting. I'm aware when I'm intentional about it, I'm aware. But what you just said that, you know, your mm -hmm. friend was tensing up and yeah. she 
I find myself throughout the day like, oh man, I'm not breathing. And yes. I was just telling Jen how um, very soon I'm going to participate in a in a plant medicine retreat, and uh-huh. uh, it is my intention to to you know, and and I don't know if I said this to Jen, but it is my intention from this moment until I get to that point, which is in two weeks, to practice a little bit more surrender, because uh-huh. I know that <clears throat> I have this chronic pain in my shoulder and I'm uh-huh. being on my left side that um and and in your classes have come through this is control this is Mm -hmm. when i feel like this is when i stop breathing Mm -hmm. what would you suggest for for those people like me (laughs) for for us that you know you could i mean i feel like i'm very trained into placing my awareness sometime you know in the morning or when i'm in my climb blah, blah blah but my question is when I go unconscious, like, do you mm. have a reminder that says, Nicole, breathe? Because I, I've spent time with you and I know you do a lot of pauses to breathe. Like you mm-hmm. talking with Nicole and she'd be like, <laughs> and it's, it's beautiful because I'm like, well, she's breathing right now. She's being mm. aware. Um, so I don't know if that's a, a, a clear question, but uh, this is something that I'm, I'm curious. How can I train myself to be a better breathe, conscious breather throughout my day? Yeah. Well, I think you're already on the path, mm-hmm. you know, because doing the practice habitually makes it so that you'll notice it more you know? Um, and I agree with you. It's really helpful to have somebody from the outside because once you start paying attention to the breath, I mean, I'm lucky in that way that I watch people breathe for a living. And so then if I I can like, just tell, you know, like, hold on a minute. When's the last time you took a deep breath? It starts to feel weird. You know, it's like, hold on. There's a, there's a stagnation. There's something happening. So I'm, I'm lucky in that way to be able to help people like, Hey, take a breath. And then, um, inviting friends to do the same for you, mm-hmm. but you could, I love setting a reminder on your phone of just like, you know, we use those things all the time of just like, okay, every, or maybe like s- stacking the habit, you know, of like, okay, every time before I go into this class or every time I go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. you know, the toilet says, take a deep breath. Or every time I brush my teeth, take a deep breath. And then like things that you already have to do, just link them Mm. because then, then that will establish, I believe, uh, an awareness deep within you and your breath that like, when you start to feel it holding, it doesn't feel good anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, when you start to open your awareness too, you, you start to go into different uh, situations and you're like, wow, that I used to be able to go into a mall and have a great time. And now it doesn't feel good anymore mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. So it's the same kind of thing, like just making little practices. I love that. I love the bathroom one. That's yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. You always have realizations in the bathroom, you know? So like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep them coming. Yeah. And then this came to me when you were talking to, there's, um, If what you're working on is surrender, mm. how can you put your body in positions that feel like surrender, you know, and, and not just like, okay, I'm going to lay down, but just notice if your toes are surrendering, mm-hmm. you know, notice if when you put your arms out, if like your hands kind of clenching, like, how can I, because it's all one thing, it's all related, you know, the way you do one thing 
is often related to the way you do other things, right? So if you want to surrender and let go of control, practice doing it in other areas. Can you repeat that question? How can I put my body in a state of surrender? Is that what mm -hmm. you Yeah, yeah. Checking Creatively. Your jaw, checking your, your, you know, eye tension, your toes. Yes. I love that. Are my toes yes. in, in surrender? Are they grasping mm -hmm. or, or, you know, clenched? Are they relaxed? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Soft. And then meeting with compassion right where you are. Oh, why are my toes clenched? How come I can't let go? No, no, no. Like, oh, wow. Okay. There's a part of me that still is afraid. I know. I see you. Okay. We're doing great. Look, I just relaxed my cheeks. Good for me, you know? <laughs> Soft. Yeah. Uh, before we started recording, we were talking about your gifts and working with you as a type of emotional hygiene mm. Paula was was saying that's what it feels like to to do a breathwork class with you and we invite our listeners to take advantage of those opportunities which we will discuss later mm -hmm. um i heard you talking about cellular memory and mm. i want to propose also cellular hygiene yes uh, as a part of your work yes um, and you said something really interesting around how you're able to pick up when those around you are not breathing. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if you could tip off, tip off our listeners to what are the, what are the signs when mm -hmm. uh, we are cut off from our breath and that mm -hmm. it doesn't feel well? I'm, I'm quoting you that it, uh, how do we know? Mm -hmm. uh, what are the signs that our listeners mm -hmm. can look for? Mm -hmm. uh, usually you can tell by the end of the day. If you go, oh. and he's like, whoa, I didn't do that all day long. That's one good tip off. <laughs> and even just like starting to look around at other people, that people breathe in different ways too. So just breathing in general is amazing and will cleanse your body and start to reset and normalize your nervous system. I, I like taking a deep breath. But some of us breathe <clears throat> that some of us like stop breathing, but then also we breathe in sort of uh, less than ideal ways. So you might be breathing a lot and you're like, I'm doing great, but all of your breath is like up high. So your shoulders move, your chest moves, but then there's no movement in your low belly, for example, which would indicate like a heightened state of awareness, maybe some anxiety. Like that's what happens when you're in an anxious state is your breath goes up high, your lungs move to bring in more and more quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so you can pace in like, I, I think to, to notice where if you're breathing, number one, if there's like a big giant sigh at the end of the day, like, Oh, that's the first time. And then also just like putting, I, I put my hands on my body a lot, like put one hand, like below my belly button and then one hand on my chest and allow myself to take a breath from there. Like, and see if I can get my belly to receive the breath or allow my belly to receive the breath and let it fill all the way to the top and then back out again. And just doing that to see how it feels, you know, like, whoa, that feels super awkward or... <laughs> Because it's we're we're meant to have like these open, flowing, connected breaths, and yet we don't usually, or we're not breathing in that easy, fluid way. 
So just giving yourself the opportunity right now, maybe if whoever's listening, you know, to put one hand on the belly and one on the chest, close your eyes and breathe in. And then let it fall out like a sigh. And then just see how it feels. It feels amazing to me. <laughs> yeah, already something shifts, right? Yeah. Mm. And feel more grounded. Mm-hmm. Me too. That's the big, that's the big part about the belly breathing is a lot of us disconnect from our bodies because being in the body feels scary for some reason or another, or we get super mental. So the energy just comes up to our heads, you know, and then we're like, you know, so just breathing into the low belly like that brings all the energy back into like, whoa, okay, here, I'm in a body. Yeah. You just reminded me of something I want to ask you too. You said, very mental and i believe that one of my gifts in this life (laughs) is that i'm very cerebral meaning uh, i love information i love learning i love teaching um expanding meditation feels really nice like it's all very um prepared and 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 you know i want to make it a habit what i'm trying to get to is that i feel that it's all well and good that i do this work in consciousness and i know many of our listeners will resonate with this and one of the things that i noticed is that my body has a harder time catching up with what i'm doing up here Mm -hmm. even in my heart let's say i'm feeling very expanded in my heart i'm feeling very unified Mm -hmm. with with god and with everyone and sometimes it's like my body's like wait you're not you're already You're up there, but I'm not. I got to catch up. Mm-hmm. I got to catch up. So can you talk a little bit uh, about that? The, the yeah. How the body has a harder time to mm-hmm. catching up with what's happening in our consciousness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great question, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm grateful because that brings me back to your question or your point about cellular memory, you know? So the body when we don't allow or it's not allowed for whatever reason the present moment experience to integrate itself like that's kind of what happens when the breath stops when we go into trauma response and we it isn't allowed to be resolved then it's not integrated with our being okay so it gets kind of like jammed is how i picture it like okay we shove it down and then there's like a little janky kind of crumbly or I don't know tangled energy field is how I see it like in in my cells of like that traumatic memory just gets stored in my tissues my muscles my body so when we breathe especially in a connected fluid way so like your breath comes in and then out and then in and then out and it's a little faster than you normally breathe it creates this circuit of kind of present moment power, one, but also um, life force energy, you're breathing in oxygen, you're starting to raise the vibration of your physical body, your emotional body, your cellular body, everything is like taking in this high frequency energy, which is your life force, your breath coming in. So what happens is you create this high frequency thing in your body, energy field, And then the dense energy 
which is kind of like that, what I say, like kind of jangly, you know, or like heavy, dense, maybe muddied, or just lo- it's a lower frequency is what it is. It's lower frequency energy um, begins to entrain to that of the breath. So it literally transforms its frequency. It's like you have these super high vibrational waves and then it comes in contact with the low vibrational waves and then the low ones start to move faster. So you literally transform your energy body. You transform the memories, the vibrational memory that is in your cells by allowing it to move and feel. That's a lot of times what the release is or feels like is like old energy that wasn't allowed to move now gets to move. Okay. So I, I say that because breath work and these kind of practice breath work is one way, you know, you've pro- I don't know if you've said this already on any of your episodes, but like the breath is the direct, it's like that direct link between the, the spiritual plane and the physical plane. Mm. So it like creates a bridge for your spirit knowledge to get into the body much quicker and for your spirit to kind of like elevate the body. So from a scientific standpoint, I guess I'm saying that because if you do breath work <laughs> and plant medicine too, um, those kind of things help clear the dense energy so that your body is already there. Like it, it catches up quicker, mm-hmm. you know, cause you're not holding the denseness. You just start opening to the higher frequency. Oh, wow. Does that make sense? Oh, that's a brilliant, brilliant explanation yeah. which is like oh i'm i'm, I'm signing out for everything yeah, yeah. the science of breath which yeah. is an, an advanced understanding i feel like you're a life force healer mm. and, and that this is what we're discussing we're, we're talking about the life force and yes. our relationship with it uh which inevitably is our relationship with spirit is our relationship yes. with self yes um and for breath to be the the you know the first occurrence that we yes. have out, uh, once we leave our our beautiful uh, womb, yeah. um, and and the last experience as we transition into other form, um, it's something that we so take for granted as as yes. a human as a species as a, mm-hmm. in this dimension. Um, yes. And so it it is something so easy to underestimate. And so yes. I just want to acknowledge as well for our listeners and, and for everyone out there, we're all breathing. And as yeah. far as Nicole is concerned, we're all doing a really good job at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an innate talent, a blessing that we're all carrying around with us. And it's a beautiful relationship that we're, we all can nurture at any time, no matter yes. what, no matter what the circumstances are. Yes. In fact, it's a lifeboat. It can be. In those moments in my life, uh, in in the most terrifying moments of my life, sometimes it felt as if the only thing I had to hold on to was breath. And and the gratitude that arises knowing that my body has been doing that and that spirit life force has been expressing itself through me without Mm -hmm. me paying attention to it. And yet when I need that lifeboat, it is right there. And 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 when we when we have a spiritual conversation, we say closer than the breath, nearer than the than the jugular, yeah. uh, and and so I'm just I'm so very excited for this conversation. It's incredibly rich, mm. and compassionate. Your your humanity shows so beautifully in your care for this very natural act, this thing mm. we call breathing. Uh, 
and your service towards all of us. I really appreciate you, Nicole. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you too. That was beautiful. A, a new awareness that you just shared with me too. Like, whoa, that's how we think of spirit. It's always here. Mm-hmm. Always. We cannot be separated from the love that we're swimming in, that we are. But we we can. We, we can perceive that we are. Meaning, like, we cannot pay attention, I guess. Right. How you said that with the breath. It's going to keep going and keep fueling and keep being. And then when we want to pay attention, it's like, great, here I am. Yeah, let's play together, you know? Yeah, that's a beautiful relationship. Thank you. Yeah, and, and I appreciate you facilitating that for all of us. <laughs> uh, what are some opportunities for our listeners to benefit from your services? I know that you do one-on-one. You have a, cl- a weekly class, workshops. Mm-hmm. Can you speak into just a little bit of the opportunities that we have to continue working with you. And then Paula, if I may, we're inviting you back, Nicole. Oh, great. Good. <laughs> it's I love it. Oh, thank you. Yes. 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 Oh, I love we, it. I know we could talk scratched. forever, huh? I feel that way too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've only scratched the surface. There's so much uh, more here. I have no intention of cutting our conversation short and I just feel inspired to ask you, what are some ways that people can take advantage of your services? Mm, Thank you. Um, Easiest way I would say is YouTube. That's a great one. I have a bunch of videos up there that are very approachable and free. And, um, you know, some of my favorite clients have come from YouTube. Like they feel like they get to know me and then they show up and they're like, I'm meeting you for the first time. And it's such a, such a delight for me. Um, so that's an easy way. And for anybody, there's like a 30 day challenge on there. That's got 30 different practices for connecting with your breath. That's a good one. Uh, and then, yes, I do weekly live classes, which take it to another level because then I get to watch you breathe and I get to coach you, uh, individually. And then we create a really beautiful virtual community as well, which just takes things to another level. So okay, I'm going to reiterate that mm-hmm. that is online. That's yes. a class online. Yeah. So no matter where you're listening from, this <clears throat> mm-hmm. is something that you can take advantage of immediately. Yep. 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 And I would, it's so powerful. They're so powerful. I have two clients last week, just message with the same kind of message saying like, I don't know how it works. I just know I feel better after <laughs> and I feel better than I ever have, you know? So that, that to me is like, I don't, if it works, Reverend Lee says that too early. Yeah. She said, we do the practice because it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that those classes and then retreats too, as they, as they come next year, I'll hopefully do a retreat in Costa Rica, maybe with Paula. Won't that be great? Yeah. Oh, yes. So it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And one-on-ones. Yeah. You mentioned that too. That way we can just go deeper into what, you know, what's going on with each individual. And I get to stare at your breath and help you open things up. That's like, we say in transformational breath that that one session can be like a year of therapy or five years of therapy, you know, because we get to the root energetically of, of what's going on and we can transform it there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's that cellular, cellular hygiene that we are. Yes. Yes. Discussing. Yes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah. And, and also, we'll include those mm-hmm. links, Nicole, and make sure mm-hmm. that our listeners have access to you. Sorry to interrupt, Paula. Thank you. 
Yeah. And and there's one more thing that you do, and I would love for you to talk about it. Um, mm. Do you use affirmations mm. when you're mm-hmm. breathing? Yes. You, you're looking at the pattern of the breath. Mm-hmm. You use affirmation. How come you use affirmation? What is that for? Mm. That's a great question, too. Thank you. Um, so the... I trained with Judith Kravitz, who's the founder of Transformational Breath. And so she's got this whole science around the breath pattern and what it means about you as an individual or what it could mean. Because there are there are patterns, there are unique nuances, of course, and there are different places in the body where we tend to hold certain things. Slash remember how I said at the beginning, like the breath is intricately and intimately related with everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the way we're living and showing up and how we feel about life. So that means the subconscious mind is often the thing in charge of how our breath is doing what it's doing. So when we open up the breath and we get into these sessions, we open up a, a different state of consciousness where we can tap into the subconscious really easily. Mm-hmm. So if I'm seeing a certain pattern <clears throat> or like a, I feel like a knot right here or something like that, or your shoulder or something, um, as you're breathing, then we can feed in positive affirmations to reprogram, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So say if your heart is like, Oh, I, I don't breathe in my heart. That's too scary. It's too scary to open my heart says the subconscious mind. I'm not worthy of love. So I'm just going to keep my heart kind of closed. So then if we're breathing along, I can coach you to open that heart and say, it's safe to, it's safe to open my heart. It's safe to love. Then immediately, not immediately, but the breath begins to change. And then the, the subconscious begins to change too. Yeah. No, immediately. I mean, I've had situations where you say something and I'm like, Whoa, you just open up Pandora box, like things that I know were there. Yes. This is fascinating. And I think that's one of the reasons, like Jen, you said that it's so simple. The breath can be so simple and easily overlooked. And I thank you for saying that because I I'm I'm the same. You know, I have thought that like, well, what's breathing gonna do? You know, I'm breathing every day. How I've tried all these other therapies and and why would laying down and breathing with some people change that, you know? Um, oh gosh, and now I maybe forgot I was, why I was going to say that. Ah, because even if my skeptical mind wants to come in now after 10 years of, of doing this work, <laughs> if I put my hand on Paula and I say it's safe to open my heart and her breath changes, like, or I don't even put my hand on her. I just say a certain affirmation and her breath goes from doing one thing to another thing. It's like, it just, it shows, it, it confirms to me the magic that I know to be true, you know, over and over and over again. It's yes, really because, powerful. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Palpable changes mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the physical and also in the, in the invisible, if I may yes. say. Of uh, course. That doesn't yeah. make it any less real. Mm-mm. It's magic. It's magic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just um I have, you know i don't know if this is a confession but um my husband and i just watch um all the the movies of harry potter because we haven't watched <laughs> none of us ever watched it so it was very entertaining 
and you know the it's you know it's a movie based on you know you guys know what heart butter is but it's magic and and all of that and i really got hooked because it brings that idea of 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 magic of like mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Can just happen and you know they do the spells and all of that but we're doing that our voice Mm-hmm. Using our voice, using affirmation, using our breath, that's how we have access to magic. Now, as an mm. adult, we'll leave that to the children. But but that's just because, you know, we've been programmed to believe that. But yeah, your breath, our breath is our medicine. We can access mm-hmm. magic and healing. Yeah. That. Um, so, yeah, it is very powerful. And I hope that all of you that are listening to this go right now to your website. What's, uh, can you say your website? To, I don't mispronounce your last name. Mm-hmm. It's NicoleRager.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. R-A-G-E-R. Yeah. Yeah. You have beautiful newsletters that come every mm-hmm. every week. I invite you to everything that you're doing, including retreat sessions. Yeah. Intense yeah, and free classes too. I do some, I, I try to once a month do a free community class so that you can meet people and we just breathe together. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How beautiful. And Breath for Life. Is yes, the is the YouTube, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. How beautiful. <laughs> How apropos. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nicole, it is truly a pleasure to have had you here with us. I know our listeners have greatly benefited from your presence, as have I. I know Paula has. (laughs) She truly raves about you, and and I'm so glad to have you in my heart. And I look forward to our continued conversations, and I look forward to your class on Tuesdays. Yes, thank you. Me too. Thank Thank you for what you're doing and how you're sharing and who you are. I love that in your first episode, you appreciated one another, you know, and that it was so, it is so honest and real and, um, true. I can echo all of it, you know? So yeah. Thank you for the peace teachings you're sharing with the world. And I'm honored to be a part of it. Yeah. Thank you. Nicole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. And, um, we hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did. Goodbye now. Peace unto you. Bye-bye. This has been a peace teaching. Thank you for being an active listener in this sacred conversation. We love you. We appreciate you. And we bless your life. Peace be with you.